Hi there, I'm Kath. And I'm Adam. And this is Adam and Kath. Just thought I'd go first for once. You know, a bit of a woman power. And we're talking about a author today named Alice Oseman, mainly about her work Heartstopper. It's a graphic novel or a web series about two boys falling in love. And it's really sweet. Yeah, we've been screaming the entire time while reading it. So this is kind of like going to be a bonus episode of our book club series because it's a queer-based graphic novel. I saw this uh, novel, the graphic novel, in a bookshop. And like I, I flicked through it and straight away I was like, I need to buy this. I, I just need to buy this. And like, here's the thing. I thought it was a one-off novel. I thought it was like one and done standalone graphic novel. So I bought it, I read it, and then I was like, where's the rest of it? And yeah. then I realized that it's a series and I needed to wait until like July for their next volume to come out. And I was like, oh no. And then today we found out it's online. And then today we found out there's so much more of it online. So while I am still going to buy the next volume, when I go home tonight, I'm literally reading the entire rest of it. So yeah, if you want to know where we am, stop. It looks like um, the first two chapters on her website make up the first volume. Yeah, we will explain, like, there are going to be spoilers for Heartstopper. So if you haven't read it yet, or if you would like to read it, I suggest you stop listening, read it, and then listen if you do want to know our thoughts on it. It's a really quick read. It won't take you so long. Yeah, it's quick. It's very enjoyable to read the characters are great like it's definitely you shouldn't give it a miss and it is free to read online like you can support the author she has like a patreon and she has like donations and kickstarter is what she used to get the book published which, which I think is great so amazing so she like, even has support a her definitely and um, we're gonna link her twitter and her instagram below so you can support her because we just while reading bear we found her to be a very interesting person that was really cool yeah exactly so i think we should get started so basically it's called the volume is called Heartstopper. Um I think this volume is called Boy Meets Boy. Yeah, Boy Meets Boy. Yeah. The next one I think is going to be called Crush, but I can't really remember. I'm not sure. I do remember it being very hard to find online because you gave me the wrong name. I, I just called it Boy Meets Boy and I didn't realise it was Heartstopper Boy Meets Boy. Oops. So we had to go through like a bunch of fan fiction and novels until we actually found it. Yeah, because there was an actual novel called Boy Meets Boy by someone else. It was just so difficult. Yeah, did a bit of a mix up there. Oops. I read a lot of gay stuff, so it kind of... I mixed it up a little bit in my head. Um, but yeah, so the story follows... Um, well, there's two main characters. Yeah. So basically there's Charlie. Who's gay. Who's gay. He came out, I think, either one or two years previous. I think it was one year previous to where this graphic novel begins. And he has a kind of thing with another boy named Ben. Yeah, they're kind of just make. They're just kissing. They're, they meet they, up to kiss. Yeah, they, they meet up, they kiss. That's kind of it. It's it's like a more milder version of a hookup situation. Yeah. Um, ben isn't out. He's And he's kind of predatory. Yeah, he seems like there's the stigma of the predatory gay. Like, I see it on Twitter. Sometimes people describe themselves that way. And I'm just like, that sounds really damaging and gross. Yeah. And, but, like... Ben is definitely predatory and he might be bi, he might be gay. Because we know he has a girlfriend. Yeah, basically he and Charlie meet up every now and then and they make out on the secret and they never hang out and they never spend any time to, with each other outside of that. And, and Charlie then, thinks they have a thing. Yeah, Charlie thinks they're dating and then one of the days he sees Ben out with his girlfriend from another school. So He kind of realises that 
Ben he's, is just yeah. using him. He's just using and him. And he tries to end it. Yeah, and Ben does not take that well. But we'll get into that a bit more in a bit. Because there's another character who's very important, and his name is Nick. And he plays rugby, and he is the best. Nick is best boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nick, he, um, they have form class in England, which is like a, just a class. Yeah, it's just a class where you kind of just... It's not really do homework and stuff. Class, yeah. I think you study and do homework in it. It's like I think you have study hall in America or something. In here we just have class. Yeah, we're normal. Like in, in Ireland we just have class. But uh, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> we sorry. have class. In Ireland we have class. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but um yeah no it's great and um he's in a different year he's the year ahead. Yeah. So Charlie just, yeah. Charlie gets seated next to him in class and like. At first, they don't really chat. Nick says hi. Nick is Nick friendly. Says, here's the thing. Nick is like a golden retriever, but human. Yeah. Like, he's the sweetest, most charismatic love. Oh, my God. Like, if Nick was a real person, I would want to be friends with Nick. I was falling in love with Nick while reading the book. Exactly. Like, kind of same, but mainly now. Because I was just like, I just want to, like, protect them. Yes. Yeah. Um, over time, their friendship grows, of course, as it does. And it feels really organic and natural. Yeah, because it takes a while. Because, like, it's a... While Heartstopper is very short, it feels like slow burn love. Yeah. Like, um, oh, you really see it develop. The way it's shown is across three panels. It's a different day and it's like, hi. And then it's a more enthusiastic hi. And then it's a hi with a little smiley face next to it. And then one day Nick, like, um, he spills his pen on the top. It, <laughs> yeah, like, explodes. Pen. Like, I think he just goes, uh... Charlie and he's like yeah uh, my pen broke and you just see his hands are completely covered in ink and they're like oh you better go wash your hands Charlie go with him and he's like okay and that's so them Charlie chatting. has to open the doors yeah and that's kind of where their friendship really solidifies yeah because they start joking about it yeah and then you just see them like really becoming like not super close friends but proper friends and it's so sweet and then it keeps growing even more because a, f- a while later eventually Nick's like hey I've seen you running you're really fast would you like to join the rugby team yeah and like Charlie joins and he's actually pretty decent which is really because nice because such a good teacher yeah and even then in a lot of stories like this where it's like you know X meets Y in school and some they're a rubbish and they're a loser but they like them anyway and that's what's nice it's nice to see that they're not Alice Oseman doesn't belittle her characters in order to make us sympathetic. Yeah, Charlie is a talented musician. He's a good runner. Yeah, he's and a drummer. Nick is great. Like, it's great. Yeah, like there are these two lads. They're both nice lads. They both have friends. They're both good at their hobbies. Yeah, it's great to see gay people in the Yeah, sport. they're not the average underdog character that you expect from this kind of story when they always make one of them a loser and one of them popular and yeah, even then charlie yeah um, i believe when he came out it wasn't in the, the book but i believe when he came out he was bullied and now he's not really it's like yeah kind of... i think he was being bullied and then he was he told like one or two people and then it got out and then he just didn't deny it and he was like you know what i'm out i don't care and while that's an unfortunate reality for some people how they end up coming out it was great to see how he was handling it and how he wasn't getting the stereotypical terrible bullying like he was there were moments where he did get bullied in homophobic ways which it does happen like it, it happens to everyone it would be unrealistic to not have it in the book it would yeah but the way it's executed and the way it's shown it's not gratuitous and it's not to insert outrage for us to sympathize with Charlie and yeah. Nick. And a lot of it Charlie doesn't even know about because it's behind his back. Yeah, and like, so we see it and it adds context to the story, but it's not there to make Charlie suffer just for the sake of the story. 
Yeah, like for example, um, the people on the rugby team would be talking about how close Nick and Charlie are, are yeah. getting. Yeah, and but... one of them I think is like, oh, that's so gay, maybe they're dating. And the other ones are kind of like, oh, I don't know, I could kind of see it, Charlie and Nick. And I think that's really sweet because, and then even the rugby teachers like, don't just assume people's sexualities because maybe Nick's bi, you don't know. Yeah, like you can't tell, like she says, you can't tell who people... Like, yeah, she specifically says you can't tell someone's sexuality by looking at them, yeah. which is so true. And then she's like, go home, lads. Lads are cancelled. She yeah. just cancels men. Yeah, no, that was great. I thought it was great. <laughs> um, she's a very small character. Like That's most of yeah. what she does. I think she'll probably show up again. Like As we said, we haven't read the rest. We know it's online. We will be reading it soon. But when we talk about this again, it'll be after we've read the next volume. So yeah. I'm personally... While I'm going to read some online, I'm still going to buy the next volume when it comes out. And I think we'll talk more about what's in that volume then. It'll just be easier for us because we're not 100% sure where she's deciding to end her volumes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just easier if we do it that way. But yeah, you can absolutely read ahead online and come back to us and we'll still be talking about it. But don't spoil us, you guys. <laughs> yeah, spoil us and we'll cut you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, with our words. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're still going to read ahead. What I really, really, really liked... And, like, I know it's not very articulate for me to just say really over and over again, but what I really liked was when Nick came over to Charlie's house and when Charlie came over to Nick's house for the first time. Like, it was Charlie over to Nick's first, but, like, you really felt so much when Nick came over to Charlie's. Nick's reaction, I mean, Charlie's reaction when Nick asked him to come over was so He was literally, like... Charlie was like, oh, your dog's really cute. And Nick was like, oh, you should come over and see them. And Charlie was like, okay. Instead of like, oh, I can't. Or, and oh, they I found out they live near each other. Too. Yeah, they live near each other. So they could hang out all the time. And like the dog was so cute. And just the, their interactions together was so cute. And then literally at the end, Charlie was like, oh, I have to go home now. And Nick was like, oh, do you? Or, do you have to? And yeah, it was like, you could see how much they didn't want to. Yeah, they wanted to leave everyone because it's snowing. It was like, they're out in the phone. And like, they hug and they lean into the hug. And you can tell they really like the hug. And you're yeah. just there, like, and at that point, um, freaking out. At that point, Charlie's wearing um, Nick's hoodie. Yeah, he's wearing his hoodie. Because he's got wet. Yeah, and it's so like it so like sweet him. and you're just there like when I was there reading it I was I do this thing where I'm reading and there's either a scene that I know is going to be really really embarrassing or really really sweet and adorable and I just kind of freak out and have like a little weird panicky breathing session where I'm like oh my god oh my god Jesus. like it sounds like that it's like oh my god it's gonna happen it's gonna happen but like and then it sometimes it does and I'm like yes and when it doesn't I'm like oh my god I freaked out for nothing yeah <laughs> Um, after this, Charlie then leaves, of course. And there's yeah. a little scene. At this point, we don't know Nick's sexuality at all. Yeah, it's very ambiguous. But at the same time, we're trying to figure out Nick's uh, sexuality. But so is Nick. Yeah. Um, one thing, though, is an interesting comment from his mother. Is that she says, you're acting more like yourself around him. Which is so sweet. Because yeah. you can tell Nick didn't really ever think he was hiding anything. He didn't really consider it. Yeah. But now he's thinking... I am being more myself and he just is like smile. And there's definitely a strong hint that there's something hidden in there, you know? Mm. Like, Nick, maybe he's gay, maybe he's bi. Because he's had crushes on girls. Yeah, like he had crushes on girls. And here's the thing, there are plenty of gay people I know who did have crushes when they were kids yeah. on, in like like straight crushes. But like, they were, that's because they were kids. Like, they had crushes on a lot of people, and it was just because they liked them as people. They didn't understand romantic crushes yet. 
But so, like, yeah, and even then they were very young when they like had that crush. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I had crushes on guys and girls and I never thought much of it because I just thought it's because I thought they were nice and I liked them as people. So that's why, I th- that's why I thought I liked them romantically. Only when I was like 14 did I ever really think, oh, you know what? I like girls as girls. I also think <laughs> it's really interesting how that's the only really girl his friends know he's had a crush on over like three years. Yeah, he's only had a crush on one girl in all of three years. I'm trying to remember. I've actually forgotten her name. I adore her It's been her about now. a week since we've read it. And we've been reading a lot of other things in preparation for other projects we're doing. So we've kind of lost the groove of it. We remember overall what the story was. But characters that only really show up once have kind of slipped to the peripheral vision. Whereas Nick and Ben and Charlie are really in the main focus. She did seem very interesting though. And from what I know, she was also in the author's other book series, Solitaire. I think so. And she's actually gay. Yeah. Like they introduce her at this party that Charlie and Nick are at and they're kind of at it together but not together. And then they drag they drag Nick off to go see the girl and he's like, Oh hey and she's like, Oh hi. Um I don't know if anyone's actually told you but I'm actually here with my girlfriend. And it's like, oh my God. And it's so nice because Nick's just like, oh, that's so great. I'm really happy for you. What's she like? Like, he's just like super into it. Like super like, oh, I'm glad you're happy with somebody. That's great for you because Nick is the best boy. Yeah, he is. Oh, Nick is everything. Nick is the best. Which kind of is so hard to me because you just know so many people aren't that good. I know. And just like, and she's just there like, and like, I've heard that maybe there's something going on with you and Charlie. And if you ever want to talk about that, I am totally 100% here for you because I know how hard it is. And I'm just like, queers supporting queers. People yeah. supporting people in general. Because at great. this point, um, Charlie and Nick are very like, oh, they're, they're hooky. Like, they're so like. They're like right on the edge of like saying something not even just a kiss but like acknowledging their feelings and in the next few pages they actually do yeah kind because of. during this time um nick has been googling like am i gay yeah nick's been googling all the stuff which we've all done we've all googled am i gay and then we've got on the lists plus um charlie's been talking to his sister tori and yeah. how um he like has a crush on a straight guy yeah, we've all like, been there and his best friend at the start Charlie's best friend at the start is like now don't go doing this to yourself don't go getting a crush on a straight guy and he's like oh. he's like you know I'm not going to get a crush on a straight guy I'm totally level headed it's fine and then he's like it's not fine I have a crush on a straight guy yeah. and it's so hard because we've all been there yeah I've been there so many times thanks <laughs> like I've had crushes on straight girls and like it actually it hurts because girls and even guys with other guys can naturally be very flirty in a jokey way yeah. and not even think how they're making you feel when they do that and they think it's a joke and it's funny that you like them even then I've had a very similar relation to this relationship to Charles with Nick where you're like you're like all over each other you always hug when you see each other you're like always so happy to see each other and it's great and then like like this guy would even like sometimes hold my hands and it was just like yeah. but at the end I was like I have feelings for you and he's like I'm straight like, yeah, like, great. oh, where did you get the idea that I might have feelings for you? Oh, maybe from all the romantic things you were doing to me. Yeah, like, literally buying me presents and... And, like, I identify a lot with the... I identify a lot with the story of Charlie and Ben. Because when I was at secondary school, there was this one girl. And occasionally we would kiss and stuff. But, like, her family was very Catholic. Like, very Catholic. And she was, like... 
raised quite Catholic. She herself was obviously like, you know, I am what I am, but I can't say anything and they need to think of me in a certain way. And she had a boyfriend. And I felt really bad the entire time because I was like, would you not just break up with them? And she was like, no, I can't. And I was like, why? Like, do you even like him? And she was like, I don't know, I think so. And I'm like, okay, so what's going on with us then? Because I didn't really want to date her, but at the same time I thought I had to because I was like 15. Yeah. And I thought I had to date the person <laughs> I was kissing. <laughs> and then there's me who's only been on one date my entire life. And I'm becoming good friends with the person instead of like anything romantic. But like that's a date and you didn't feel a romantic spark but you still was like hey but i really like you i'm you know i'm down to be yeah. friends with you that's the proper way to react to a date that you don't feel a spark to but then there's the problem of oh i'm best friends with this person now i love them <laughs> oh yeah no there's always that possibility like when you become friends with someone and then it's like oh you know yeah but like hopefully i stop falling for straight men eventually oh someday <laughs> One day, when they stop being so cute but like this person was always so nice to me and that's the only reason I even think about Nick because even then after that when he said I'm straight he wasn't weird about it he didn't make it hard on me he was still my real friend after that and it was just like a nice feeling kind of that like he didn't ruin it, your friendship like we're we're saying these personal stories right now because that's just how reading Heartstopper makes you feel it's so relatable like, I know a lot of people say, oh my gosh, this is so relatable. And it's something like, ooh, I got bullied The Kardashians being rich or something. Like, the Kardashians being rich and having drama or something. Or like, uh, a, a teen movie where they get bullied at school. But then someone sees the real them and like, it's like, oh, I like you anyway. Or like, so Paramore's Misery Business music video where there's <laughs> cheating <laughs> and stuff. But like, yeah, seriously. Heartstopper is such a good read. I definitely recommend you read it if you've already read it i want to know what you think about you'll it you'll laugh you'll scream especially if you're queer and you can relate to this if you are a queer time. person who loves reading queer content damn yeah <laughs> like you're gonna love this because even just as an individual i found this to be such an interesting read and i haven't read a graphic novel like this before this was just it was sweet it was wholesome, but also parts of it felt so real and relatable. I just really enjoyed it. And then the art style. Like, what did you think of the art style? I didn't hate it. I thought it was a bit simple for my tastes. Mm. But I can also see how that is. It's a valid style to have a simplistic art style. Mm. And, like, that's the thing for, personally, for me. I love simplistic art styles. Like, I love reading manga and comics that are just like you know there's beautiful color in it or there's just like really you know nicely drawn characters but they can be like chibi characters where they're super simple and they don't got fingers or anything or it can be something like this where it is in black and white and they're the backgrounds aren't like crazy detailed but they're detailed enough so you know and get the feel of the room and i just thought it was really nicely done and that the art style reflects the characters like you could get a sense of what the characters were like as people from the art style at least that's how i felt when i was reading it yeah i definitely like adore is it weird is nick on the cover because the whole time i was reading i was like nick's blonde i just know he's blonde and i don't even think i'm not sure if he, his blonde hair is on the cover see um nick I'm pretty sure is on the cover charlie's definitely on the cover and i think he's holding hands with nick or standing next to nick but I think on the cover, Nick has brown hair. Yeah? I mean, either brown or like a darkish blonde. I think it's a dark But I feel like Nick is blonde. 
Because just, I'm thinking Golden Retriever. I yeah. think, when I think of Nick, I just think of a beautiful Golden Retriever man. But like, back to that party scene. Because what happens not long after that is they're alone in a room together. Yeah, they actually, here's the thing, there's always so much build-up, but they actually do kiss. There's this yeah. scene, and basically, I think Nick has like made a decision in his head that he's going to like take this step. And Charlie's just like... So what are you thinking about? I don't know, you know, sexuality and This stuff. is right after um, Charlie was getting bullied from being gay at the party. Yeah, which is, just sucks. And Nick's just like, you're a homophobic piece of shit and yeah. walks away from the guy whose birthday it was. Yeah, he's like, you know what, you suck. I'm going to go talk to my friend because I'm not going to deal with you and your homophobia. Which is like, yeah, go Nick, standing up for your friend. And so like, they go off. And I off. screamed. Yeah, and they go off alone together. And Charlie's like, do you ever think you would kiss a boy? And Nick's kind of like, Oh, I don't know, maybe. And Charlie's just like, do you think you would kiss me? And Nick's just kind of like, yeah, I would. And then they kiss. And, and it is the best, best thing I have ever and then, seen um, in my life. And then Nick kind of gets dragged away by his friend looking for him. Yeah, which is unfortunate because they kiss for a bit and then they stop kissing. And there's like a moment where it's kind of like, so what now? And then you see, hear someone yelling for Nick. So Nick leaves and then it's just Charlie on its own. And then it ends. And then it's over. And then there's and a just teaser. Like, so what happens next? There's a teaser of Nick going to Charlie's house and we need to know what happens. Yeah, there's literally a tiny, tiny little panel at the end. And it's like, Nick's just showing up at Charlie's house. And Charlie's just like, oh, Nick. And I was like, so what happens next? What is it? And it just, it, it's like, I'm hooked now. I need to yeah. know what happens next. We're going to go home and literally read this. Literally, so as soon hard. as I get home tonight, I'm getting into bed, warm pajamas, hot water bottle, literally, like, reading this on my tablet so it's a big screen. Like, I have I a need big to phone, but I, I don't have that problem. Oh, shush. But, like, oh, my gosh, it was great. <laughs> Let's get to reading it. Okay, rating-wise. So, individuality has to be high. Individuality... It is, it's a person meets person, which isn't crazy original, but nothing is truly original anymore. But as an individual, I'm going to give it an, an eight. Yeah. I think it's an eight out of 10. I think as far as stories go, I haven't read one like this. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I'm sure there are a bunch of like maybe queer oriented movies that might be like this, but for reading I, and for a graphic novel, mm. that's not something you see a lot of. So, for art style, I really liked it, and you were kind of more on the fence, so I think we should split with, like, a five. Five, yeah, I'd say that's fair. Because we are rating this as a team, this is very much our collective thoughts, and how we've discussed this, so it's always going to be, if we're both opposed strongly, it's going to have to be meeting way in the middle. As far as story goes, I loved this story. I was captivated, I was all in. And it wasn't predictable. I just loved... I didn't know for sure where this was going to go because there were so many ways you could make it go. And obviously you kind of know how it's going to go if you've read her books. I know they're in those books as a mm, couple. Yeah. But A, it's an advantage if you haven't, I guess. And like, we, I haven't personally read Solitaire. Same. I this is, this is our first introduction yeah. to her work. But from the research I've done, I also know there are minor characters in there. Mm-hmm. So their love story probably isn't explained fully. So yeah. don't, people don't know how they met. And that's what I love. Yeah. Like, okay, you kind of know they're going to meet me. Because even the back of the cover says, boy falls in love. Yeah. But, like, it's really sweet. Because I'm sure there are people who've read Solitaire, who've had, like, a kind of, like, oh, I wonder about them. And now they're getting this. And it's just... 
it's so great to be able to to add an expanse to this world that she's And you're not doing it the way J.K. Rowling does it, where she Where she just retroactively tweets, oh yeah, you know, wizards just poop everywhere. And And it just changes everything for no reason. And like, I know this is our first introduction into Alice Oseman's um, work, but what an introduction. Yeah. Like such a strong, strong introduction. I'm definitely going to check out her stuff. Oh, for sure. Like, I'm definitely going to be purchasing her other volumes as this when they come out. I'm going to look into Solitaire. If there are volumes of Solitaire, yeah, girl, go and get some. <laughs> yeah, change Salter into a graphic novel, why don't you? Like, so as far as story goes, I think we can both equally say it's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. And then finally, our last thing to rate is the characters. And there are 10. There of course are 10. There are. <laughs> like, you're probably thinking, oh, they're just really into it and they're fanning all over it and they're yeah. going to give it high marks. I don't care because Nick is best boy. Nick is best boy. Charlie is honestly a really layered character. He's not a stereotype. He's layered. He's got hobbies. He's expressive. You identify with him without him needing to be a loser or an underdog. You just see this person going through this experience and think, yeah, I feel for you. Even Ben the Bully. You don't like him. Like, even if you don't sympathize, we're not sympathizing with Charlie. We're empathizing with him. We're just feeling what he's feeling. We're not feeling bad for him, which I love. And for like even the bully Ben, like you don't like him, you don't agree with what he's doing, but you know it's a realistic character, and that's something that happens. Yeah. And then like even characters that are barely there, like um the girl who brings the girlfriend to her, and yeah, we don't remember her name, and that sucks. We're so sorry. I think it was like something with a T. No, that was his sister. No, Tori. no, not Tori. No, I think there was another thing. Maybe. We don't know. But We're like so she sorry. was great. She was there for only a few pages and she made such a cool she, impression. She made a very good impression. So yeah, we've rated, we've given the tree tree out for you. Which is a high score. And obviously we're not actively trying to take away so we don't look like we're you know, we're not all in for this. Because like I'm pretty pretty in for we this. We literally story. gave everything else high scores bar one thing. So yeah, we're not like Yeah, and like the only thing it's scored straight down the middle on is because we both couldn't we don't we, we didn't it. reach you know and we've known for a while we don't agree on it because we, we already knew we didn't agree on the art style like while i personally love it adam much prefers more intricate detailed art styles yeah so while i have to say this has been a very great read and i've loved it tell us what you think at our twitter and um, it's adam and cat we would also recommend you check out the author's twitter it's Alice Oseman, A-L-I-C-E-O-S-E-M-A-N. Yeah, she has Twitter. She has Instagram, I think. Yeah, I think she has a podcast too. Yeah, she has a podcast as well. And I think it's a podcast about, about queer, queer content yeah. by queer people, which we freaking love because we're a That's queer podcast. That's what we're doing. <laughs> like, we're literally a, a podcast about queer content by queer people. Yeah, it genuinely so, looks like we're ripping her off. Like, sorry, we're coming for you here. <laughs> we'll but, be the Irish version of you. <laughs> but like, gosh, no, we really, we loved this. And I mean, if this was to reach her someday, obviously we're going to be over the moon that she... Imagine just bumping her back. Oh, hey, you're second episode of Psychos. Yeah, even if she just finds out how much her work is touching people. Yeah. Because like, we've gone through experiences that we relate to and identify with in this work. And I, I hope any of you who agree with this, like, also reach out to her to her. She did an amazing job. So, God, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for putting any interest into our thoughts and words. 
And if we can encourage you from here to go look up Alice Oseman, support her work, donate if you can to try and support her projects in the future, or even just appreciate her content and tell her how much you would love it. Like, you know, that would make me happy. And yeah. if you want to have more of our content, we do Psychus, which is Can You Queer Us, what you're listening to now. We do Adam and Kath Book Club, Adam and Kath Film Club, and we have a YouTube channel. So if you want to support us by liking or sharing things, if you want to give us a rating that you think we deserve on here, which we hope is a five, a star yeah, rating. It's just a hint. Give us a five. Yeah, a little hint there. But like, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us. We, All we want to do is be able to entertain you and give you what you want. And I hope if there's anything you would like from us in the future, you could get in contact with us and say, hey, maybe you could cover this aspect of the story next time or maybe you want to try this graphic novel or this um queer content that you think we should talk about we are totally open to that yeah so thank you for listening this has been adam and kat our podcast can you queer us and we'll see you next time thanks for listening